0: I actually when the valet came out I was like not no. He's the second hot valet I've had in a row. I think he knows that like our valet is like comps and I think he resents it. He do- definitely does I think he it. hates that because we're not paying cash. Oh, I paid cash. Really? Oh, no, we yeah, would.
5: he tricked me. He goes, "That'll be $10 cash." And I was like, "No problem." And no. I did it. I was like, "Whatever." He finished off. <laughs> I know. I was like, "If that's what you need." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Today's episode feels a long time coming because anyone who listens to this podcast knows that at least once an episode, I threaten Fran's life. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Remarkably on the record at all times to have threatened (laughs) me. Yes. But if Fran ever dies under mysterious circumstances, it was not me. Yeah. But it might have been our guest, Caleb (laughs) (laughs) Heeran, who's here to talk all about John Wayne Gacy and gay murderers at large. I mean, both at large as in those who haven't been caught and then just, like, gay murderers as a cultural phenomenon.
0: Of course. And honestly, I mean, we joke a little bit about it, but Caleb is the person to talk about gay murderers, of course. Um, if you're not familiar with Caleb's work, he's, like, a comedian. He has an amazing
1: podcast called Keeping
0: Records with his friend Shelby.
1: He was Fran's co-star in Amuna and Phoebe Bridger's oh, music video. Yes,
0: that's where we met. Um, but, yeah, it's a pretty juicy convo. Um, yeah. Um, no pun intended in terms of the juiciness of human flesh.
1: So if you want to hear all about gays who kill, um, you are in luck because this is Like a Virgin, the show where we give yesterday's pop culture, today's takes. I'm Rose Domu And I'm Fran Torado.
0: Okay, Rose, I have to say, last week we were looking for tea on Drag Race and one of our loyal virgins sent sent
1: some tea to us.
0: This, well, this are was we a... about to
1: blow up their spot? Do they work on Drag Race, and we're like going to get them fired, or RuPaul's going to kill them?
0: <laughs> no, I'm. I from what I understand, it feels like some very general Reddit tea. So we can just continue to say allegedly. Okay. This, our was, this was
1: uh, this was uh, concerning our gripes that the queens are not getting any constructive criticism none whatsoever nothing even slightly negative no um, and even the stuff and some that, of them like, some of them are not let's be clear performing well
0: yeah and 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 some of the even sometimes they even start to say uh, something that could be considered constructive and then they have to end the sentence with a positive and it just feels so forced and unnatural because we've been watching these judges do what they do for eons without ever having to be yeah. censored. And also,
1: it's drag. It's <laughs> no, drag. No one, no one likes everything.
0: So the tea that was spilt to us was... I mean, first off, it, we were told that like this season of production has been extremely difficult to produce. And that all the girls are winners. And therefore, Legends and Stars. But also probably Divas. But apparently the first two or three episodes did have actual like critiques and constructive criticism, but they were retroactively edited out because Raja basically like put her foot down. I mean, allegedly put her foot down about the whole thing. A drag
1: queen who shall not be named uh, (laughs) on a (laughs) a television show that will not be named. Well, I uh, think it's important that it's Raja. Well, you know, Raja literally has a... A show in which she criticizes people's looks. I know, that's so crazy. And she also is, like, truly
0: the legend of the season. And I've been kind of shook that she hasn't won. I felt like she deserved to be in the lip sync for two of these episodes. Um, And she's been a little snubbed, in my opinion. But anyways, apparently... Consistently snubbed. Raja took a stand against the judges and and was like, hey, we're not going to take this shit anymore. Like, we will not be critiqued to this degree, or whatever. And she said, quote, unquote, allegedly, we don't need you, you need us. And there was a kind of like organizational fury among the
1: queens. Well, that's true. And I think also, if I'm remembering correctly, what that person said in this message was that because this is all-stars, all-winners, these queens spent so much money yes, on their looks to be there, and were like, you are not going to rip us to shreds when we have invested all this to make your TV show. Because the queens... I think everyone kind of knows this. It's not like the queens get given a budget with which to put together their looks for the runways and for the challenges. Like They invest all that money themselves. I think there's like... I wish that there had been some sort of balance to strike. Because
0: like... I'm thinking a lot of Adore Delano and how shell-shocked she was when she came to All-Stars 2 and was like, I don't belong here. My sister, Michelle, who I love and adore, is, like, being a TV mom and really mean to me. And it was something that she emotionally could not handle. You know, she was just, like, in terms of, like, how criticism functions on the show, like, it broke her. And I feel like there's something that is really severe that the queens experience that, like, I'm not privy to. So I'm willing to, like, accept that, that there's, like... You know, maybe more nuance in how they should be critiqued. However, it's not interesting anymore. Like the runways it's, and the, it's the judges really panel. Not. What's the point and of having the judges there?
1: It's really not, and there is a way to make it work. Both, I think, when they're actually shooting it, and in the edit, because yeah. by the time they get to the final runway of the season, in every normal season. They might throw in, like, one or two constructive things, but it's still uniformly positive because what they're saying is, like, if you've gotten to this point, you are the best of the best. So we might give you, like, small little tweaks and nudges, but for the most part, it's all good. And I think the show could have been like that. I'm not saying these girls deserve to be torn to shreds, but not everything they're doing is good, and this is still drag competition TV show
0: yes and the stakes of the game are not high enough and they're alluding to a twist and now it feels like the twist is a fake out and like I'm just like I want twists I want thrills I want chills and I'm not sure the season is going to give it to me and
1: it is getting boring
0: Speaking of a show Quickly. that actually has shade and negative critiques on the judges panel, um, I am all caught up on Legendary, and I have to I have to give you just a quick little a quick little glimpse into how it's going. So, uh, in accordance with what we first talked about, it's like not the best season of Legendary in terms of the competitors, but like the top three and top four of this show. Which spoiler alert, I'm about to say them are House of Juicy Couture. House of Revlon and House of Yamamoto, which were like my top threes and they are really that good. They have done like some of the best performances that I've ever seen in the history of the show. There was this one performance that was a kind of fairy tale interpretation of like Rapunzel, but like she had braid like really long kind of like braids and like it was so so seamless and gorgeous. but um whoever is booking the guest judges for this show like, needs to be held accountable because like, there have been amazing people like Issa Rae, Bob the Drag Queen, Kelly Rowland, um, Dominique Jackson, Leslie Jones, and then out of nowhere, some white guy named Jake Wesley Rogers who was introduced as the next Elton John, which first of all, no thank you. Um, Second of all, It's, like, some white guy in, like, you know, a feather boa moment who gave a full performance on the show because now guest judges, I guess, apparently give performances. And then sat at, you know, his little chair and, like, you know, basically did nothing. Had no connection to ballroom. Had no connection, really, to the show. Didn't really know what he was talking about. And his performance was bad. In his, like, piano ballad, he talked about, like if Marsha and Sylvia could, like, be with us now, like, blah, 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 like, something kind of, like, crazy weird, like, white allyship, like, anthem music, but it was infuriating because I went and Googled this man, and he has 100,000 followers on Instagram, and I was like, this person is, like, not even, like, famous, like, this is, like, an influencer, question mark? Well, maybe
1: he's, like, I don't know legendary is on hbo so maybe he's like some new like Warner music artist they're trying to push you know like how all those like backdoor things happen people get attached to shows to like promote them i definitely think that's
0: what's happening because it is it was ugly to behold and i was like why are you here um speaking of which i had no idea kiki palmer did music
1: or rather maybe i did and i forgot did you know that she does seem like one of those triple threats, you know, one of the one of the actors, one of the stars who can do it all, which I actually have been thinking about a lot this weekend of a time when stars were stars because yeah. I revisited the 2003 film Down with Love this weekend with our friend Lala and Ewan McGregor and Renée Zellweger are in it and I was just remembering a time when like the real stars Could do it all. They could act, sing, dance. They were triple threats. If you want an uh, in-depth rundown of my take on Down With Love, I did make a TikTok about it. Oh, did you really? Yeah, so feel free to, to, virgins, go watch that. But... I mean, baseline, like it is one of the best movies ever made. Um, you know, hyperbole. <laughs> Which and said this so
0: many times on the yeah. pod about so many and, different movies.
1: And it reminded me how obsessed I was with you and McGregor post Mulan mm. Rouge. And I think I'm I'm back on my you and bullshit. I finally started this all happened because our friend Lala and I were gonna watch Obi-Wan Kenobi. The new Star Wars show, and then somehow we're like, actually, let's watch Down with Love instead. Um, but I, <laughs> I did see start how watching. Out there. Yeah, I did start watching Obi Wan Kenobi yesterday, but I love Ewan McGregor. Have you ever seen Velvet Goldmine?
0: No, I've never even heard of
1: that. Oh, it's very gay. You need to watch it.
0: Also, something very gay that I watched this weekend was 101 Dalmatians, the Glenn Close version, Glenn's version. <laughs> which have you I seen I still that? have
1: never seen I have never seen it What um, I know I, I probably should have cuz I did go into such a spiral after Cruella came out last year Ugh. but yeah I'll I'll find some time uh soon and watch it Honestly now that, you... I, now that I have so much more free time on my hands
0: After our episode you did end up watching Fatal Attraction right No Oh, you did it. Okay. I, they're very no, like on double, my list. They're very double features to me. Fatal attraction to, to 101 Dalmatians is like, there's a distinct through line there. Um, well, the through
1: line is Glenn Close.
0: The, I mean, Glenn Close inhabiting a very specific character that I think, you know, I, I think is very nuanced and beautiful. And I think when I was a kid and watching this movie, it's just, it's a cartoon, you know, I mean, like it's live action, but it's they're, it' The acting's very cartoonish. It's very silly. It's a lot of physical comedy But watching it as an adult, first of all, Glenn is in full drag and she's playing like a mean, pompous, like elitist, like editor in chief, like years before Miranda Priestly existed. And I thought that that was like, so something that I hadn't really thought about. Um, But also like, obviously Glenn is getting, giving a performance of a lifetime, but Um, The guys that play, like, the henchmen, which are Hugh Laurie and the guy that plays Mr. Weasley in Harry Potter, are, like, the guys that are trying to basically, like, capture the dogs. They are giving physical comedy that is so, like, home alone level good and funny, like, still funny to this day as an adult, that, like, I'm feeling, like, honestly, like, physical comedy deserves to be, like, in the prestige acting category. Like, these actors are uh, no, putting their for bodies the MTV Movie on the awards, line. Babe. <laughs> not the MTV. I mean, yeah, it is a little MTV, but
1: that's yeah, what i a, saying it's a little. It's a little kids' choice. Like they should. They're no. they're getting they're getting slimed. Teen choice. They are not, they're getting, getting, they're not sl- getting. They're not getting. They're not getting prestige, honey. They're getting uh, slimed. They're getting <laughs>
0: slimed. That's drop the really... drop
1: drop the slime.
0: But I just had to, you know, have a moment for them. I wish I could slime you. I would probably hate that unless it was like for money. I really hate being like dirty I like think that.
1: I, I have been slimed before because um, there used to be a, a sort of like Nickelodeon experience at Universal when I was a kid. And I do remember getting slimed in and around the time that I got to visit the set of Gullah Gullah Island.
0: Oh, I miss Gullah Gullah Island. Maybe we should. Should we go now?
1: To Gullah Gullah Island? Yeah, Gullah 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 Island. Island. (laughs) Since we just spontaneously erupted into song, I do feel like it is a good time to have Kate Bush enter the chat. Um, If you have been on the internet any time since Stranger Things came out, you will know that Kate Bush was a big part of the new season and has made a cultural resurgence. She's been... On the billboard charts, like, she's been charting everywhere, running up that hill. Wow. And there's... I don't even know how how real this is that some people are like, oh, no, we have to gatekeep Kate Bush. We can't let everyone know about her. Um, that might just be, like, more of a meme. But if there are people who are saying that, like, please shut up. It is, up. It is incredible that I was in the car the other day, and Kate Bush came on the radio, not not an oldies channel, not like an eighties channel. She was just on the radio and it was, that was incredible. And anything that gets more people to listen to Kate Bush and, and like, especially a younger generation that will carry her music on so that it lives forever. That is a good thing. Kate Bush deserves that. And also Kate Bush is not like, a secret she's not yeah to say an underground artist and it is amazing that every other tiktok i see running up that hill is the background music
0: i agree and you know i'm someone who usually loves to gig keep, but i i feel like i mean obviously you know when pose had running up the hill as a thematic through line in the first season I honestly, I felt more compelled by that. So, like, I'm, like, you know, a a little, like, eye roll about the Stranger Things. But, obviously, Stranger Things is a much huger phenomenon. So, I mean, I love watching Kate transcend over and over again. Even though, you know, you and I have been, she's been our number one, you know, always and forever. Wait, what did we decide Kate Bush's fan, base is called? Lionhearts. That's that's what we're called. Lionhearts. I
1: love that. And um, also, some of her other music is also entering the charts. Like, "Weathering Heights has started to chart. And also, here's some other Kate Bush songs that need the Running Up That Hill treatment. Rubberband Girl. Ooh. Yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, that's it. I just want Rugby's girl on the charts. No,
0: no, no. Put some others. Put some others. Give us a few more. Give us a little digest.
1: I do, no, I do think we need, like, a big Wuthering Heights moment. And maybe, um, and you're going to roast me for this because I've already tweeted it, but, like, I think that if the Kate Bush-assance can lead to us finally getting a big budget Wuthering Heights adaptation, which, like somehow has never happened I mean I'm sure like a virgin will fact check me on that I'm sure there's like some fucking like BBC mini series (laughs) of it but I think we need a contemporary weathering heights adaptation I am offering myself up to be a writer on it I'm seeing like an eight episode limited series um that would be incredible
0: I'm in. I, I, I would love that 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 she needs some. She needs many adaptations. I, I would love to honestly see a Kate Bush jukebox musical, even though those are all kind of horrible. But I would watch.
3: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva.
6: A free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com.
4: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of
0: It's funny because, like, usually it's, like, we'll bring someone in and they'll be like, let's talk about Twilight. Let's talk about America's Next Top Model. And um, when I was like, we should have Caleb as a guest, we were like, what should we talk about? And I was like, well, Caleb
1: talks a lot about John Wayne Gacy.
5: I, look, look, <laughs> look, I'm ready to talk about look, John Wayne Gacy. And, and
1: I did some research. I watched, like, four episodes of the Peacock documentary last Thank night. Thank you. So I feel... Like, I am terrorized. <laughs> it's insane. I feel like I was, you know, I was watching my sister on screen. Yeah. My yes. sister, John. Yes.
5: Yeah. Our <laughs> sister in Christ. John Wayne Gacy was, first and foremost, funny. <laughs> <Okay>. Yes. <Yeah.
1: laughs> he was funny. He,
5: like, literally in those, if you watch, there's a there's a long Peacock docuseries, then there's now a ne- Netflix one as well. I've watched both of them. John Wayne Gacy has some of the funniest, because they have, like, interviews with him, and he just would say, like, he he at one point was like... He was like, everyone thinks that I did the clown stuff so that I could
1: find victims, and that's not true. I did clowning because it was fun. <laughs> He's like, it, it truly like it, it's the same energy as if you just like photoshopped in like the Drag Race confessional background, right, right, like right, right. it would work incredibly well. Yeah. Which which one is better? Do you think the Peacock one is better or the Netflix one? I think
5: probably the well. It's hard because the uh, the Netflix one is real. Like if you really want to get in the details, like the like di- like they like, they do like timelines and and family like victim family involvement.
0: The creative
1: direction is a little better too. Yeah, I think.
5: the Netflix the Netflix one is like um, I would say more of an undertaking.
1: Mm. So it, that's more about the totality of the victims, and I kind of feel like the Peacock one is more about him.
5: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. You hear from the victims' families.
1: And I stuff. want. I want. I want both. I also want more details about how he killed them.
0: Oh, is that God. bad? I mean, no. That's very you. It I mean, no. No offense, me. but you do have a lot of murder vibes. Rose, thank you. <laughs> I've, I've always so said that about you. Oh my god!
5: I say Rose has killed before; we will kill again. <laughs> yeah. That's what I say.
0: It's amazing that they were like a, that. Everyone was like, "Wow, clownery! That's so insidious." And he's like, "No, no, no, you guys! I just genuinely love to clown. I
5: just love to clown." He also I, says, "He also says um, people call me people call me the gay killer clown. Uh, I'm bisexual." Icon. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: like
0: clarifying? Yeah.
1: yeah thank I mean, you. I love that visibility for my community. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A bisexual. Bisexual clown. clowns. Just bisexuals. Clown
0: killers. Clown killers. You know? killer. Bisexual Queen. murderers. Um but yeah, I I learning the thing that the the biggest kind of like takeaway I got, at least from John Wayne Gacy himself, was like, look, 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 like, I, I'm i I'm not, like, a bad guy. I'm like, I'm not a monster. I've just killed 33 people. Yeah, like It like, was matter-of-fact to him. It was, like, a thing mm-hmm. he did once.
1: Yeah. I like when um they're talking to him in the documentary, and his sister has found out that he's been arrested, and she asked him if he killed someone, and they still thought that he had only killed one person, and she asked him, did you kill anybody? And he went, uh-huh. Like, he didn't say yes. He didn't say no. He said, uh-huh. 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 And? <laughs> sure did well, he also <laughs> Yuppers. Yuppers. <laughs> it's giving yes
5: <laughs> he also went to he went to prison if you if for listeners if you um all my fans out there who are listening to like a virgin um he went to uh, prison in Iowa for like committing like a a, a sex crime against a young boy and sodomy. then sodomy and then he and then he in prison like charms the the staff he like they like start they let him become the head chef he like gets a mini yeah. golf course and he literally gets a mini golf course installed at the prison
0: <laughs> wait and then they like, let him out
5: of, that's
1: like queer eye yes. he queer eyed the men's the prison the, the, the <laughs> and, went, <laughs>
5: and <laughs> then they let him out early because they liked him so much They're like yes girl <laughs> and john- then he went to chicago and killed a bunch of
0: people <laughs> john lindsey came into federal prison and he said Look, this wallpaper just will not do. It like, won't do,
1: <laughs> Caleb. When did you fall in love with John Wayne? Casey? Yeah, yeah. What was this? Because I know that it's like a deep and somewhat sexual kind of love,
5: <laughs> right? And I would refute that, but it's your podcast, so, yeah. um, so I have to run true. with that idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, you heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. And breaking, last. <laughs> breaking.
5: <laughs> I mean. Basically, I really was like, I'm, I'm infatuated with the fact that he's fat. Like, I was like, oh, okay. a fat person who did something so evil. I think that's so interesting because a lot of like, a lot of um, killers. Or I guess I shouldn't say a lot, but there are a number of killers who like won people over by like, like, like Ted Bundy. You know what I mean? Like he was mm. people
1: were like, oh, he was so he
0: was hot. Everyone yeah, was yeah. like Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh my Jeffrey god. Jeffrey Dahmer.
1: Yeah. Oh my god.
5: But Jeffrey John Dahmer
1: was hot. No, no, I mean, I mean, okay, but can oh, we... you're so sexy, you don't kill people. Ha-ha.
0: <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> As an aside, though, like, all every single documentary ever made about a murderer, like, it's always like people are like,
1: but he was so classically
0: handsome, like, oh, his blue eyes, he was so charming. Yeah, and John what Wayne Gacy
1: is looks like a booger.
5: Everyone, yeah. everyone with John Wayne Gacy was like, well. He really ran a parade, you know, like <laughs> he like organized a parade in Chicago and people were really charmed by that. And I'm just like, oh, that's fascinating to me. Okay, and so- he
1: lured people in by they worked for him. He had um, yeah. a, a contracting mm-hmm. company. One of many businesses. He also, I think, owned
5: some KFCs. Oh. oh, so he was a
1: CEO. He was a, he was a, mogul. a CEO. Oh, he was, uh, yeah, he was a CEO. He was on his girl boss. <laughs> <movie>.
5: <laughs> gaslight, gatekeep. Last <laughs> forget, the the John Wayne Gacy And he did story. gaslight. And he did gatekeep. The <laughs> idea of being alive. <laughs> 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 yeah, he gatekept the idea of not being sexually assaulted and killed. Oh. Yeah, he and went I, ahead and did it.
0: Okay, so you were fascinated by this charismatic killer. Yeah, um, and and what you know what what it, like it's funny because like I think the first or second time we met you brought it up. I think maybe the doc had just come out or something yeah. and you, I didn't really know you that well, and I was like, why is this guy talking about John? <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I also, that's like exactly my, like the thing I want to talk about, you know, yeah. like exactly where my humor lies. Um. But it, what, was it? What? why was it like fresh on your mind or like what, why does it continue to, what, what are you obsessed about? With there are
5: two reasons. The first is that the documentary came out, the Peacock documentary, and okay. I learned so much more about him. I've always, like, in in the time of knowing him, like, what, I probably learned about him in high school or college or something. I have been like, oh, it's fascinating that he was such a... He he's maybe one of the biggest examples of a serial killer who had a true double life. Like he mm, was like mm-hmm. a family man, a business guy. He was like a community dude. I mean, who his like,
1: family was in the house where he was hiding bodies. Yes,
5: and his wife, by the way, knew. She was like, she was like, I knew he had boys out there. I just didn't know what he was doing. It's like the boys come, they don't leave, babe. Can we draw some conclusions? <laughs> yeah. Like she knew. So anyway, the, so the the documentary come out, and then the second reason is. I am obsessed with the fact and i'm I'm scared to say this publicly because I don't want someone to do it before I get a chance to be a part of it i am th- sh- completely confused about the fact that he doesn't have a biopic
0: i here's the thing I mean when I think we talked about this when we first when we first like or when we were at that like bonfire thing. And there is unfortunately satire to be
1: had. There's a really good. There's a really good movie in that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I'm too. shocked. Well, because I think the closest that's come is um, the freak show season of American Horror Story, where oh. they had the clown. Oh, um, but. Yeah, I am. I'm shocked Ryan Murphy hasn't tried it. Probably just because John Wayne Gacy isn't hot. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you. I'm telling you.
0: It's like there's some fat phobia -phobia phobia. maybe. Well, he's (laughs) like, I can't cast any of the um, brunette people with very defined eyebrows that I like to cast in movies. Um, Like he just kind of casts the exact same guy like over and over again, right? It's like. I mean, it's just a bunch of brunettes. Well, hang on. Have you seen that? Have you seen that? I've been on Tumblr sometime uh, in the (laughs) past
1: 20 years.
5: I think that it's crazy he doesn't have a biopic. I think the John Wayne Gacy biopic will go hard, like a gritty, dark. Like there i i I'm I, it'll happen,
1: it'll yeah, happen. I don't have so that's too. how you'll win your Oscar, uh, honey, if you think
5: <laughs> I, I think haven't said mean. this before, <laughs> I mean what a, biopics are a great way to go if you yes. want to win an
1: Oscar, but the thing is okay, I know, I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, unfortunately, thank you when
0: actors, actresses like decide to play murderers, mm-hmm. it's always like. Why? You know what I mean? Like Because
1: they wanna win awards. Like that's how Charlize won her Oscar. You know, she like got ugly to play Eileen Warnos Queen. Yeah, it's what always... Like, it's,
0: when Zach Efron played... I
1: can't remember who he played. Ted Bundy. Ted And Bundy. then Evan Peters is going to be in the new Ryan Murphy, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah.
0: And, well, Evan Peters plays a murderer in, like, everything, I feel. That's true.
1: It's a way to prove your seriousness, I
5: think. I think people go, oh... Because, like, Zach Efron needed to prove his seriousness from yeah. the Disney era, right? Yeah. Um, like, I, I think, yeah, it's a way for people to go, oh, they can actually... They can actually act. You know, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it's, like, a big turn for people.
1: And we love now... Well, now the culture is so much about... Um, empathizing with the murderers mm-hmm. and figuring out the psychology of why they did what they did. We have this huge cultural preoccupation with true crime. Yeah. Um, I think both like fictional and, you know, documentary. So, I yeah, I do, it does feel like these two John Wayne Gacy shows are a sign that this is a story we will be exploring more. Because I feel like we've had like 5 Ted Bundy things. We've had right. a bunch of Jeff- Jeffrey Dahmer things. Mm-hmm. Now, now I think it's send in the clowns. Send in the clowns. It's time to send in the clowns.
0: <laughs> so Culturally. how would you how would you play him?
5: Uh, I look, do I have the do I have the depth to play John Wayne Gacy? Absolutely. Do I, <laughs> but 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 do I have the desire? Yes. <laughs> but do I ultimately think it's going to happen? 100%, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I think so too. The movie about him would be a movie about the double life of it all, right? The mm-hmm. charming, like yeah. seeing him as, as the, who the world thinks he is. And then it has to be a very specific turn when you see him as he actually is, like this horrible monster. And I think there's a there's a part in the documentary that it is a really good – there's a really good way to do it that I think is the only way to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, okay.
5: unfortunately I'll have to write the screenplay as well. Yeah, bit. you have it to write really, it. really
1: – because even in the documentary um, when he's describing how he actually killed people, it's still very like – He's so normal. Like, when he's talking about the tourniquet he made mm-hmm. yeah. to strangle them, it's just like he's talking about, you know, like, one of his construction jobs. Procedural. Like it's, it's so matter-of-fact, and I just wonder what it was like when it was actually happening. I wonder if he maintained that while he was murdering these people or if he became scary, well, scary clown killer.
5: The Netflix uh, the Netflix documentary talks uh, – they interview a guy who got away.
0: They oh yeah, they interview
5: a victim, like a potential victim. Horrifying. Oh,
0: I, I watched that that interview. I watch
5: I watch documentaries about everything. Documentaries are like mostly what I watch, oh. and I will say that <clears throat> that moment when he was talking about like he talks about when John Wayne Gacy was probably about to kill him. I, I had to turn I was like I actually am I cannot watch this right now it was really horrifying yeah well, I'm I was gonna in,
0: watch
1: it as soon as like, I get <laughs> home
0: it was tough I was already in a dark when we had to prepare for this <laughs> episode I've had, had a rough week mentally I've like, been in a dark place I was like oh great now I have to learn about John Wayne Gacy. well we were <laughs> we were at France the other night I, like, and we were i like e- emailing my therapist about Alexa prescription pros, and like I'm like watching a docu-series about John Wayne Gacy at the same time I'm like I don't know something about my job my, my chosen profession is yeah yeah, uh,
1: the other night we were at France and like I-, I was going through it and we were like trying to figure out something to watch. And we were like, oh, we're recording with Caleb this weekend. I guess we should try to watch the John Wayne Gacy talk. And I think we both looked at each other and we were like, not now. <laughs> <laughs>
5: not now. I, I also want to let the listeners know, I have a couple of notes for the listeners. The first is that the, the, I was asked to do the podcast. I said, yes, of course. I would love to do the podcast. And then the, you guys' producer emailed me and said... We really think you should do Gay Killers. Oh no.
2: <laughs> and I, said, I I would have I, talked I, about anything. I did not know that. I would Apollo have talked about anything. We're not on
0: <laughs> the emails. Phoebe producer Phoebe really pushed that hard. You were open to picking anything. Phoebe, Phoebe said,
1: well, we, what, "We will die look, if you don't do gay Killers." What is, what is the other thing you would have done? No, I
0: would
5: have done anything. I would have done I would have done anything. No. So so friends, friends telling the listeners like I was in a really dark place but Caleb made me watch this for his episode. I'm like, "Please, no. babe, I would have talked about I would have talked about the history of no. high heels." <laughs> I would have talked about a, an actress in a movie.
0: No, okay. This is look at, like a virgin is a free form podcast, okay? And for the virgins at home, we we do not um uh, non consensually force topics onto potential guests. Yeah, uh, producer Phoebe will be reprimanded. Just kidding. We are a non punitive organization. We love but you, Phoebe. If you had to, l- let's talk about. I mean, I want to talk more about no, reverse ph- as well. But also, like, what would the other topics have been?
5: Oh, a million. Just but out truly, of curiosity. Truly, Phoebe. Phoebe was truly Phoebe was like, "What about this?" And I was like, "I was like, yes, yeah, that's fine." Like, no. I was like, "I'll come." Talk about anything what would the other topics have been curious i'll throw out some right off the top julia roberts uh, in general in general uh, she's done
1: everything for us erin Brockovich. she has julia roberts and like the thing is that there are no more julia robertses no. there will never be there will never there be will never and be. it's also so sad that she's doing a show on like cinemax right now no, or something Oh, no is she yeah. yeah i've never watched that homecoming show with the wig. No. I never will. She's a movie I, star. I think this golden age of A-list actors on TV has maybe run on a little long. And I want them back back in theater. I want it to be like... How when you see previews now and they say exclusively in theaters and it sounds like a threat yes. because of COVID, <laughs> yes. that's what I want for Julia Roberts. Put, exclusively in theaters. Put
5: my put my A-listers back on the big screen. Yeah, Catherine yes.
1: Zeta-Jones. Get yes. her out of Lifetime movies.
5: Get her up to uh, the big screen. Renee yes.
0: Zellweger. She's doing the thing about Pam. It's like this like random, what is it on like... I don't know, like some streaming platform I've never yeah. heard of and I'm like, oh girl.
1: Kirsten like- Dunst did that Fargo show which like I've heard is great oh, but I've heard I'm that really happy really good, she's actually. back in movies. Yeah, I need her to be back
0: in Here's movies. what
5: I will say also um, about TV and movies. Julia Roberts is in the only, in my opinion, the only successful stage-to-screen adaptation ever, which is, of course, August Osage County.
0: Oh, my God. It is the
5: yeah. only It is the only play that has ever been successfully and well-adapted to film. And
1: Meryl is in that as oh, well? Oh, Meryl's big time of, in of that. Course. Wow. Thank you, and wow. I want to thank you for bringing have, that up. It would not have been made without her. And and Miss Margaret Martindale? Yes. Of, course. of course. I never saw the movie, but I did see the original Broadway production. Wow. Thank you. Yes, look Thank yes. you for going. Yes, you're welcome. Brave and supporting live theater.
0: Um, August Osage County as the only. Okay, wait, 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 but also, I mean, does that? So you're excluding like Angels in America? I guess that's kind of hard to get through.
1: Like the you're talking about is just playing. plays, or just are plays. we including musicals? Uh, as well? Go ahead and include musicals. No, go because ahead. go you're ahead and ta- include you're musicals. You're going to tell me that Chicago, that August Osage County
5: is better than Chicago? I'll tell you two things. First of all, yes. <laughs> and second of all, for context, I've never seen Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. No, on Taylor. stage or on screen, honey. Either one, I don't care. And, okay, they, and well, it loses. You don't, you wait, don't need should... to
1: see it on stage, but on screen, you absolutely oh, have to. It's the best movie it. musical ever made. I, I, I don't know I don't know about that, but it is is—it is really good.
0: Um, Wait, there's another stage to screen one that I was thinking about. I was like, that was actually really <laughs> good, too. Wicked
1: the musical parts one and two <laughs> coming in 2020, never.
5: <laughs> yeah. Wait, I will give you a really close second. Okay. I will give you a really close second. It
1: does not top uh, August Osage County. Hairspray. hairspray. Hairspray is good. There. Hairspray got there. <sighs> hairspray. <laughs> you know what's a really dark fact about me is that when I was in high school, I performed Good Morning Baltimore, the opening number from a hairspray at Mar-a-Lago. Give us a taste. What the fuck? <laughs> <is this? laughs> good morning. No, Fred always says that I sing too much on this podcast. We have the
5: incredible rose Damio.
1: Good <laughs> Give it up. He wasn't there. Oh I, yes, I he was. I don't think so. Babe. I also, I, please. I also did please. not. I did not perform it solo. It's not like I was Tracy Turnblad. It was, it was a group number. But it was at Marlowe. I did perform.
5: I did perform at the Fascist Tower. <laughs> yeah, it but was the king fu- wasn't
1: there. It was a fundraiser.
5: <laughs>
0: that was a really scary good impression, by the way. That was terrifying. It was a fundraiser for the NRA.
1: Yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> I've never seen you there.
1: At Mar-a-Lago? Yeah. I know. Well, they don't let me in post-transition. Oh. Got it. I forgot about that Only Kate. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's the only one.
3: (laughs) Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva.
6: on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com.
4: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of
2: Was Julia
0: Roberts ever in a musical? Because, like, every, like, no. prestige actor always tries to do a musical. I
1: no, think. but there was a, on the flip side, there was a musical adaptation of Pretty Woman that I saw mm. a couple years ago. And it was one of the worst pieces of sure shit I've ever seen on stage. I could see that. Yeah, it was horrible. I could see that being the truth.
0: And your favorite Julia Roberts movie is As If You Could Pick.
5: I just, um... I wasn't prepared for this because Phoebe forced me to do Gay Killers. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Um,
5: My favorite Julia Roberts movie. Um, I'm going to
1: just have to say I do think it's Mona Lisa Smile. I've never, never seen it. Oh my god, well, I love have never movies. seen it. And it's, all the girls are in it, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Kirsten Dunst. Um,
0: Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, Julia Stiles. Julia
5: Stiles, of course. Canonically.
0: Julia Stiles. Julia Roberts. Name. All the Julias. Every Julia you could possibly they, they imagine. They really,
5: yeah, they gathered all the Julias for that one. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah.
0: Um, that movie's great, but I'm surprised that that's your first pick. Because What's Aaron your Broko- favorite Julia Rock- It's Aaron. Aaron Brockovich is actually maybe in like top five, top ten movies for me. I, Aaron Brockovich is amazing. It's a perfect film. Mm, I don't like
1: it because of the politics. My, yes. Mine is My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh, my God. Down. The best rom-com ever made. One of the best Chicago movies
5: ever made, also.
0: Oh, Chicago movies. For what it's worth. I forgot that it's made in Chicago. You mean other than Chicago, the movie you've never <laughs> you seen? How have you not seen <laughs> Chicago when you're from you're Chicago? You're from
1: Chicago. I don't like musicals.
0: Oh, uh, I, I relate that. to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't like because it's it's
5: every time something, every time a feeling gets too big, they start singing. But you know what's interesting is I could
1: definitely see a John Wayne Gacy musical. And not only can you see that, you will see that, folks. <laughs> Come on out. Can you sing, um, a little?
0: Okay. Just a little. You definitely can. I've heard it. I've heard it before. Just a little. <laughs> I, w- I would give
5: anything in other than hard work and commitment. I would give anything in the world to be a musician. <laughs> and instead, I do comedy because I I that's easier.
0: Music, Like what kind of music?
5: Oh God. I you mean, also
0: talked like, a lot about Garth Brooks when during at that oh, bonfire. You. I mean,
5: <laughs> what? Uh, uh, Fran. I thought we were having a casual hangout. Fran was clocking <laughs> did, every I word. I was. remembers Fran, Fran remembers, was like, oh, no, I I this, Fran
1: remembers everything because. I will say something and she'll go, Well, actually, last week you said this about this. Well, she clocks. Everything. It's on the record. It's it's on a podcast available. To she stream. files everything away. <laughs> she I don't remember a single thing that happens once we record an episode of this podcast. I like eject it from my gone, brain. Gone. Yeah. 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 Got to go. Yeah. yeah. I. Yeah. I mean, I love Garth Brooks. Yeah. Garth Brooks is one of the most
5: sensational performers to ever live. And
1: what was his <laughs> alter ego's name?
5: Uh, Chris Gaines. Chris which Gaines. which was a bold. Which was a bolt. Here's the thing: the girls don't take creative risks like Garth Brooks anymore. No. Garth Brooks tried to do an entire alter ego. What? He was Sasha Fierce know no, before I no Sasha
1: I- Fierce was Sasha Fierce. I've no yes. idea. Really? Wait, tell me more.
5: Bro- Garth Brooks in the I want to say it's this late '90s or early '2000s. Mm, yeah. Garth Brooks does this alter ego. Now, apparently, it was for and I don't know if this is just a cover story they came up with. Apparently, Garth Brooks was going to be in a movie where he played this 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 like moody kind of rock musician named Chris Gaines who has like longer black hair and like a black like goatee. What? And and he he put out an album as this person and like and and performed as as Chris Gaines an alter ego and it was critically destroyed. Okay, I was going to say. But he's at the height of it. But it was kind of a serve. It was a serve and also people don't I don't think a lot of people understand Garth Brooks was the most famous musician in the world. Like he he was not just the biggest country artist in the world, he was selling out like uh, the biggest stadiums in the world 3 nights in a row.
0: Wow. It was
5: massive. He he had the I think I think to date he still has the biggest Central Park concert in history.
0: I don't think I could name one single Garth Brooks song. Oh God, I'm, that breaks I'm, my heart. I'm not necessarily proud of that, but like, wow, go offer Garth Brooks to to fully like, um, it's like Lady Gaga doing Joe Calderone
2: for, like,
1: for a whole album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: she was like, it's it's me, Joe Calderone. Calderon.
1: But I think now, I think now, like, uh, Garth Brooks could totally do that and get away with it. Yeah, I th- I think I think it was
5: I think it's cool to be at the very top of your thing and have the kind of fearlessness it takes to do something so counter to what people want from you and so counter to what pays the bills I think is like – that's actual artistry, even though did I like the Chris Gaines project? Not really. But like I like the I like the energy of being like, I'm at the top of my game, I'm yeah. one of the biggest musicians
1: in the world. Fuck it all. I'm gonna Take do something a risk. weird. Yeah. Also, Chris Gaines does have a little bit of serial killer energy. For yeah, sure. It does a for little sure. bit. To
0: get back on top Let's it. get it
5: back.
1: <laughs> Phoebe Phoebe's in the corner with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wanna <laughs> I wanna <wanted, laughs> okay. She's usually in the studio. She's not here today haven't on make it. What I wanna know is your theory on why are there so many gay murderers? Yeah, what is that? G- being gay is a mental
5: illness.
0: Yeah. And well, that, so, must yeah. <laughs> that must be said.
5: That must be said, and it's not normal. Yeah. And so once you allow yourself to go to that place, I think it's easy to allow yourself to go to other crimes. Yeah, path- it's a gateway lo- thing.
0: Pathologically, you know, it just it makes... Clinical
1: sense. Okay, to be to I I know you're being funny, but I do, <laughs> but I do I do also think that especially but if Caleb was dead, serious. I do. Also I, think, know you're being funny, I know you're being funny, girl. Um, but I, I do also think, especially in the '70s, like when you are when you have desires that are so not normative in that social structure, like. Is it that much of a leap to be like, well, people already think I should go to prison for fucking someone in the ass? Right. Like, why didn't I just kill people? Well, okay, if we're gonna be, if I have to be a serious, boy, no, 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 we don't, you
0: don't, no, have no, to no. Be but serious, I, but.
5: I will say the 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 thing of it, I think there are a lot of gay sociopaths. Whether mm-hmm. or not they become killers is another thing. But yeah, I know many of them. <laughs> please, I'm like, I, I go to brunch with these people. Yeah. I. The thing about growing up in the closet is and so many more people did back then in such a more intense way you learn how to mimic normal behavior and you learn yeah. how to give people what they want right yeah. sociopath shit and so if Ooh. you if you get good at doing that i can totally understand how it come how it becomes this thing where like you yeah you you you're willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do because you truly believe you can hide it and please people and give them what they want to see because you're used to doing that. You
0: know and what I mean? If you're gay in like the 60s, 70s, and 80s, you have to have a double life, anyways. Right. Like, so
1: why not be a killer?
0: Which is why he was, yeah, killing other gay people. Yeah.
1: But gays are still killing today. I was, last night, I was having dinner with some friends, and one of them was telling me that their ex boyfriend had a very close brush with death from a gay serial killer <gasps> because he was supposed to go camping with like his personal trainer. And couldn't go last minute, and then the trainer never showed back up at the gym, and they found out later that the boys that he had taken into the woods, he had killed them. <gasps> yes, what? There's yeah. still a bunch of oh gringos. Yeah, yeah. Did John Wayne Casey eat anybody? No, no, that was, was not Jeffrey his Dahmer. bag.
5: That was not his bag. <laughs> okay,
1: that was not his thing. No. Like I also think he's just like burying them. I also think like if you're gonna kill people and have like bodies. That, around sure like i kind of want to know what it tastes like you're saying that you rose if there was
5: a dead body you rose would eat some
0: just a taste yeah just a taste test i'm saying
5: like
1: i'm saying like in you know if i lived in like hostile circumstances Mm. like the movie hostile
0: or yellow jackets
1: yellow jackets or um that movie flesh uh that just came out with sebastian stan and like I've had so much money and so much power over people's lives. Like, yeah, I would want to try it.
5: I, I just saw a headline recently about a guy who was like trapped in an elevator with his wife and he killed her and ate her, but they were in there for like less than two days. <laughs> and he got in a lot of trouble.
2: <laughs> they were like, so was I was like, not wanting like, imagine."
1: <laughs> and he also like, he had a bag of trail mix in his right, back. Right, right. He was like, like I'm was right. not in the mood for that. Yeah. He actually went to the elevator with her dead body and a carving knife. <laughs> right. And he was like, he's the one that made it stop. Okay,
0: well like what you wouldn't
1: just eat it raw though. Would you like no, would how cook, would you tr- I would cook it. How?
0: How would you prepare it?
1: Um I think air probably, fryer? No, I don't have an air fryer. Wow, that's And I'm shocking. not getting one for, you know, I saw a TikTok yesterday that said I would do literally anything for to have an air fryer except buy one and that is exactly <laughs> how I feel about it. Um I think I would make like a steak. Okay. I would want to eat I would want to eat the butt. Um that's oh. that's a big part of that movie flesh oh. fresh 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 i think fresh mm-hmm. the butt is um, like a butt yeah saw after it's a good it's a good cut i'm sure maybe I would maybe eat. some breast
0: meat i would maybe do like a fried a kind of fried chicken sandwich scenario, like a fried sandwich
1: or a leg, like you'd have like one of the big turkey legs at Disney. But I mean, if I had to, if someone oh
5: god, speaking of turkey legs, <laughs> I got invited to the Ren Fair.
1: <gasps> have you Jealous? guys
5: been? Invi- Did oh you know? god, no. Are you kidding? I you
0: love Ren Fair. Oh, I can't stand I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm on your side here. I'm, I can't stand it. I'm so sorry. I Rose. love it. But you I you Nothing
5: but to be close to you. No, I said. <laughs> I have, I, my friend texted me and said, "Do you want to go?" It was a bunch of people I love. She said, "Do you want to go with me and a bunch of people you love?" And I I text back and I said, "That sounds horrible." <laughs> Okay, well, if that happens I'll again, say,
1: text me. So I'll I say, I'll say, I, that's, I'll say, that sounds like a nightmare to me. But <laughs> my friend Rose, whom you don't know, <laughs> must <laughs> tag along love to go. She's not going to see. She's not going to go with you. She's not going to say hi. You won't know her. She will just be. But there. She just will not be there. She will, will be, be sharing space. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, the inevitable question, honestly, if we're getting on the topic of cannibalism, is like, if you, so if you were a serial murderer, a serial gay murderer, like how, what, what would the double life be? How would you be hiding bodies?
5: Definitely not in the basement of my own house. No, I me can tell neither. You that.
0: Like, why would you do that? All of these murderers like hid stuff in their own house. Like, talk about barrier gaze. Like, that really was it.
5: I wouldn't do it because I'm such a moral person. I just mm. would never get to that place.
1: Okay, but, but
0: if, if you, you had
1: to, <laughs> I think because uh, I think that's not true. And I think you would. Oh. Uh, yeah, you find out I'm an actual killer. Yeah, mm-hmm.
5: yeah. Um, uh, Actually, maybe. Protest too much. She doth. The lady doth protest too much. I think actually the house makes sense now that I think about it. I'm like, it is your place. You control who goes in and out. Yeah. But then the thing about John Wayne Gacy is he started inviting the cops over for dinner.
1: Yeah, that
0: I'm was like, crazy.
5: Let's he, have a little. He got t- too tactics. comfortable.
1: Yeah, yeah. I do think he wanted to get caught. For sure, you think? For sure. For sure. He
5: just yeah, wanted his work just, recognized. It's just not.
1: sure. Well, that's the thing with a lot of serial killers is they do want, the, mm. the, like sociopaths, they want that recognition. And also I think a lot of them must understand that. It's not sustainable. They will get caught at some point. Yeah. And so they might as well put on a little show. <clears throat> yeah. That's
5: why they'll go uh, dormant sometimes. Serial killers will go dormant for years and then be like, ah, I just can't stop. And then they go back. I'm like, oh, my God, you got away with it. Yeah. you if you, were, if you went dormant for 12 years and then came back to it, you were away with it. You were done. You could have been free of it all. But then they just do it again.
0: Uh, and I, I feel like, I mean, maybe, but you know, if he wanted to get caught, I'm sure like he got caught, and the headlines ran that week, and he was like, you know what, representation matters.
1: But then it's interesting when you see the footage of him like in handcuffs, his head's down. It's like he doesn't want anyone to see him. Mm. Um, he did. He tried to kill himself, or I think. But I wonder if maybe that was all just part of the show. He went to his father's grave and was gonna kill himself over his father's grave when they apprehended oh, him. Oh, I, I didn't. But get I think to that he's part. too much of a narcissist. I don't think he actually wanted to die.
5: No, no, for sure not. He also it was like a when he was in prison, he he would beat up people for being gay. He was weirdly, he was weirdly, <laughs> he was weirdly homophobic, which is relatable. You know, hilarious. <laughs> he's dead now, right? Uh, yes. He died. I want to say he died. Well, did he I eventually? I don't know if they actually got, gave him the death penalty or if he died of a heart attack.
1: Oh, uh, Rest in power. But he died. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> Not that.
0: Please. <laughs> um, I was reading about because they, they found everything at his house or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck happened to that house? They fully, like, the, the house continued to sell and resell. Like, it obviously, it was, like, on the market for a very long time. But, like, it literally sold last year for $400,000. You,
1: would you spend a night there? Never. I mean if I was paid, yes. But never. Thousand god, real estate is out. No, of you're not you're not being paid. If I was like Fran, I got us an Airbnb <laughs> and it was John Wayne Gacy's it house. It probably
0: is an Airbnb. It's probably like a yeah. Joshua tree-esque like gentrify like, you know, cactus and a little terrarium kind of But would you of, like, go for for the, thin would thin you go for the gag?
1: No. Would you spend a night in John Wayne Gacy's Absolutely house? Absolutely not. No. no you I have would. No desire. I, I'm gathering. I you. would. Yeah, you I'd would. spend a weekend.
0: A weekend. Do a quick weekend. What, would you, weekend do? what would you do there?
1: Um, you know, I'd like sleep in, read some books, maybe like do a tarot reading. Oh, um, you wanted to summon the spirits of all the twinks he murdered <laughs> yeah, on the, on the yeah. land? I want to be help in community them, with I them. I want to help them move on. It's like a circuit party <laughs> up, the, up in there just with ghosts. <laughs> That's what Ghost I just, circuit party. Okay, yeah, it's, his... like a, it's like a drag race viewing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no. You do it on a Friday. That's the thing about like... Yeah, I'm hosting <laughs> at John Wayne Gacy's house.
0: <laughs> I I feel like even even if you don't have like an ounce of superstition in your body, what would move you to buy this house? Like
1: it being four hundred thousand dollars? Real estate's crazy.
0: Real in estate's crazy. Real estate's crazy. Or wait,
1: what? Not Ohio. Chicago.
0: It's Chicago, right, right? Yeah,
1: I was. Um, I've been watching The Staircase on HBO. Have you watched it? I watched the original doc. I haven't seen the. I've never oh, seen the original ba- doc, listening. and I really want to watch what it. What is once it? What's I I finish the show? the show? So the show is about a documentary that was made about Michael Peterson, who allegedly killed his wife. Um, It was a documentary series that was made by some French filmmakers. Um, This all happened in 2001. And now this is an HBO show about all of this, starring Colin Firth and Tony Collette. The most recent episode, Colin Firth is in prison, and they're trying to, you know, get money for his defense and appeals. And they're selling his house, and, like, they have a huge mansion. And they're saying that they ha- they're going to have to sell it for like way under asking because of what happened there. And oh. I am just like, I don't know. I feel like there's some sickos out there who would pay more for a house. That's wh- what I was going to say. It's, it's like happened. a
0: historic
1: like site. Question mark. Yeah, at least market value. <laughs> at and also least someone value. has someone has died everywhere. Yeah, that's someone kind has of true. definitely died in this room. I had <laughs> I. I <laughs> Did you do it? You you
0: do. I mean, like you are on record on this podcast, no comment, know, threatening to kill people. Rose, all the Rose time. is like,
5: I know at least forty five places <laughs> in LA to the T where people have died. <laughs> yeah.
3: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva
6: A free spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com.
4: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of.
0: Um, I like while I was looking at John Wayne Gacy stuff, I also got into the Lorena Bobbitt case. Do you know about Lorena Bobbitt by any chance? She's the woman that she chopped cut off, the the, dig off. She got the dick off. She got the dick off. Her husband's name was John Wayne. Whoa. John Wayne Bobbitt. No. Isn't that crazy? And John Wayne was like the 29th most popular name in the 60s or something like that. I'm strung
1: out on John Wayne. (laughs) John Wayne. Yeah,
0: I am – my my mom said the family was big on like John Wayne lore. So that kind of like tracks to me. But um, yeah, the Lorena Bobbitt thing was kind of crazy because like everyone – the whole story like at least – well – I mean, funny backstory for me, my sister, she's three years younger than me, but she was born the same year that the Lorena Bommet like kind of thing happened. It was like a huge like newsy sensation that like very narrowly preceded Tanya Harding's like big like media blow up. And my sister's name when she was born was Lorena And my parents, like, literally named her Lorena. And then this, like, story essentially emerged. And my parents were like, just kidding. Kidding. Her name is Marissa now. (laughs) And they legally changed her name to, like, something different because of this woman.
1: Oh, but Lorena's such a cute name.
0: Yeah, Lorena is a really cute name. And my sister and I really love, like, the Lorena Bobbitt story now because, like, I mean— in, in the, like, news media sensations of it all, like, it was, like, a woman chopped a guy's dick off and threw it in the field, and, like, that was it. Like, she went crazy. She had had it with him or whatever. But, like, she was, like, a victim of, like, marital rape, and, like, he was a huge asshole and all this different stuff. And so, like, she's kind of become this, like, weird, like, feminist, maybe not a feminist yeah, like, icon, like, but, like, Eileen, people are girl bossing Yeah, people are bossing her a little bit, which is, like, I don't think that's the move. But, like... John I think it is. You think? Yeah. You're like a time to girl boss, Lorena, yeah, Lorena Bobbitt. Cause,
1: yeah, because like I stan Eileen Warnos.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Any sort of girl murderer. Um, but John Wayne Bobbitt, um, after this whole like debacle happened, went off to produce two different porns starring himself. Ugh. One of which was autobiographical about the Lorena Bobbitt story. And it was an hour and 15 minutes long, and I watched a lot of it. It was crazy. And Did you like it? No. Was it hot? <laughs> be honest. Did it make you horny? Did you jerk off to it? No. It was like pretty much the least oh, Fran definitely <laughs> jerked yeah. off to this.
5: The I energy, mean, the yeah. energy in the studio right yeah. now is such that yeah. Fran is coming, Fran jerked off to Fran's completion. Right um, now,
0: I mean, no, the, I, the table just I, lifted. To, to be honest, it was like the it was like the
1: least stimulating porn ever. Like these girls, like it was kind of like a. Then why have you now <laughs> positioned your entire sexuality well, around I mean, the, th- porn? the tape?
0: Well, his like his his dick is like like, um, pretty small, and so they, like, go to town. Okay, uh, they, like, size shaming? I'm not size shaming, I'm just saying that, like, these girls kind of, like, the, the, it's like a kind of group sex scenario, and these girls go to town on his flaccid penis for, like, a, too long of a time. It's like, I was like, this is not what I watch Wait, does it for. eventually get hard? Yes, it does eventually get hard, and he uh, uh, ends up having sex, but, like, what's funny is something about the about the Case was that, um... She made the mistake of in her like first police interviews, uh, saying that um, he could never make her come. And so when she said that, of course, the national story was like he could never make her come, so she chopped his dick off or whatever. And so in the actual porn, he comes very quickly. But like the whole story that he produces in the first porn about his life, like this like woman plays Lorena, and he tells basically like, his side of the story through porn. And you were just there. You probably. were way
5: <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Um, the yeah, fact that this is a, your
1: favorite porn. <laughs> I, lo- I love that I love that this horrible person made art out of his trauma. Yeah. Um, it's so powerful. I, it it, it I, is re- the, the power of art. A biography
0: told through porn is very tempting, I will say. Like, I, that is something that... You're I tempted think it, by that. You were I th- inspired. I think yeah. it would be a fun, creative challenge. You know,
1: uh-huh.
0: and we could hire a lot of our friends. We have a lot of friends that are in porn. Sure. Oh, you sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're
1: recording with the porn star right after this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and also during this.
1: During so, this right yeah, now. I have you
5: have actually a lot of porn out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's all extremely off-putting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their story and not in the good way. And <laughs> well, maybe
1: you could do a John Wayne Gacy porn.
5: No. It's... Oh, people would kill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People, people wish.
0: <laughs> uh, autobiographical porn, I assume.
5: Oh yeah, my life story is very present <laughs>
1: and, infu- and infused in the projects. I call them projects. Oh my um, god! So there's not only a lot of gay, real gay killers. I feel like, especially in like the 80s, 90s, there was a, a cultural preoccupation with queer murderers in movies mm. so like Silence of the Lambs oh yeah king um, <laughs> yes. king absolute king um, Dress to Kill oh, yeah. I mean a lot of it was like there's a big trope of like trans murderers I, I love Silence of the Lambs which I had only seen I've only seen for the first time like within the past year and a half I've never seen it uh, you've never seen it? no Oh my god, have aren't, have you seen Silence of the Rings? Oh yeah, multiple times. Do you
5: love? I do. I really 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 love Anthony Hopkins' performance. So, good. it it just is it's like it's amazing. It puts the lotion on its skin. It puts the lotion on its skin. I mean, truly the energy between Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins in that movie is just like I could watch I could watch him sitting in a cage and her sitting on a chair
1: talking that could be a 5 hour movie that I would watch. Yes. Have you heard of the TV show Hannibal? I've heard of it. Okay, so there's a TV show Hannibal that's like a, a Silence of the Lambs kind of spinoff. And in it, Hannibal Lecter has this sort of psychosexual relationship with a male FBI agent this time who's played by Hugh Dancy, Claire Danes' husband. Oh. And it is one of the shows that has the biggest fandom on Tumblr. There's so much fan fiction written mm. about it. They also are canonically gay in the show. Damn. Um, but I don't know if they ever kiss. Also, Gillian Anderson in it. And at one point, she eats her own leg.
0: Gillian Anderson oh. eats her own leg? Yeah. Queen. Why? Yeah. But Queen
1: wait, what drove made, her there? Like you, i need to watch it. I don't know. Hannibal Lecter is very she seductive. Was, she it was makes hungry. People do things. Wait,
5: do you guys, have you guys watched any or all of the following? No, what is no. that? No. The following is, and you really, really, you guys should watch this. Virgins, please, please, I'm begging you guys to go watch this. And somebody, the show's been canceled for years now. Somebody save it. The following is, got three seasons on FX. It is uh, it is a Kevin Bacon vehicle. Ooh, what is um, it? Kevin Bacon plays an FBI agent who has a um, sordid, deep history, personal history with the serial killer. Played by an actor whose name I can't remember. I now
1: rem- I remember the show you're talking about. And
5: the serial killer has a cult following who will kill for him as well. Ooh! So there's this deep. I mean, it's it really is like so. There's a there's there's like gay subplots. There's like these two ki- killers. So it follows Kevin Bacon and his journey with the serial killer, and then also his
0: cult followers and what they're doing. And with his cult followers, he's so he's essentially an influencer. Big time. Big time. big time! Yeah, big time. He, he got on his live and he was like, hey fans, today we're going to be murdering this person. What do you think? Truly.
1: When I was a kid and I got to pick my special birthday meal, it was always lobster. You are Real? going to be horrified when I tell you what mine was. <laughs> what
5: was it? My special birthday. Again, uh, shout out to people who grew up without money. I... Didn't even try to pick something special. I literally knew what was po- available to us. My special birthday meal was um, beanie weenies. What is that? Beanie weenies is where you. <laughs> this is <laughs> so disgusting. No, no, you, no. It's a safe space. You, you caramelize like you like caramelize brown sugar and then uh, put cut up hot dogs in it. <laughs> And then you put that in baked beans and mix it up. I was was like, I was like, birthday. I was like, like, cook up the hot dogs and put them in the beans, bitch. Flying first class. (laughs) Up in the sky. I I mean, I was literally so excited too. I was like, cut them up, bitch. I was like, let's go. It's my B day. (laughs) Have you made that that for yourself as an adult now? Absolutely. Well, I haven't had it in years now, but when I, um, well, I guess. I guess I had, well, when I was really, really broke in Chicago, I would sometimes be like, this is actually special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would be like, this is really good. I like this. <laughs> I think you yourself. should make it for
1: yourself tonight. Yeah. You wish. No, no, I could no. eat something like that. That would make me, I, now it would make me ill. But I think you could you could twist it. You could get like a really nice sausage from like Ooh. Whole Foods or like Gelsons. Thank you. Um, some artisanal baked beans, like brown sugar that's like been chopped off <laughs> a rock.
5: Like, I don't know. I have been making I have been making a um, a stir fry recently that I'm really kind of getting upset. I get I don't know if you guys do this, but I get I'll I'll make something new and i'll be like oh that was pretty good and then for the next like month every time i cook a meal yes. yep. oh, i'll make yeah. it and make it better auto-pilot. better better autopilot yeah, yeah yeah over and over again and it's i'm doing that right now with a stir fry that has a sausage and black beans in it
0: ooh you know okay i mean? i, you know, w- I want to have solidarity with you uh, with uh, for kids that did not grow up with a lot i m- i will say my birthday meal was not that
4: <laughs> <laughs> i will say
5: we we weren't that desperate bitch we <laughs>
0: My, my, my parents, like, they always tell this story about. So, my parents were not ready to have me. I was like a honeymoon baby, and they were like, fuck, now we gotta pay for our kid. And they were like, you know, I think a one bedroom apartment. And they but always they did love me, me enough to make more than hot dogs for my birthday.
1: I will say, give them credit at least on that. i'm <laughs> um, like some flops they, in the room.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, is a, it is a really sad meal. Like I, there's only, but like I feel like what my parents, like when it comes to like sad meals and stuff, my parents like really, um, their first meal, like as a couple, they always told me after they found out that they had me, they were going to have me as a baby was a, you know, baguette, like a French baguette baguette mm-hmm. like i ni- familiar 90 cents we oui, a France. block of cheddar cheese oui. avocado rotisserie chicken and lime
1: oh so this is where your love of rotisserie chicken i love it's from. from
0: so literally every and that was their like pobrecito meal that was their like this meal costs five dollars and will stretch over three days or whatever and this is what we can eat and like growing up that was like my shit and i did request it all the time for mm. my birthday i want to back at,
1: i want to go to paris and it, now it is kind of a, like the, the
0: rotisserie chicken sandwich Let's now is now. like kind of like a, a comfort meal to me like i would you guys deadass go to paris with me tonight yeah <laughs> midnight yeah. Min- in Paris. Um Wee yeah, I mean, Wee, oui, oui, let's go. What do you I mean, what are we doing in Paris?
1: Are you happy to be in Paris? Whatever you guys want.
0: I guess we should go to like um what's that like famous burlesque show that's Mamma Rouge? No, not that one. Mm, the, the other Brun one? Rouge? The cat it's called the Cat. I'll figure it out. I, I can't remember, I but know. I went. Oh, once you're before. thinking of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's that you know that that tits and astral. I the top still haven't been Tower. to the
1: Louvre, so we should go to the Louvre.
0: No, boo, Museums I are boring. I didn't go
1: the last time I was in Paris. I love museums. I love museums.
0: No, museums are objectively boring. You That's guys are not. No, you're true. both pretending. People
5: that no, like you gotta museums, put no, love museums. You got to put in headphones. Love You got to put in some headphones. <laughs> I listen to Frank Ocean's Blonde album at museums. I walk around over the paintings, and I, I, f- I force myself to have an experience.
1: <laughs> I read the little like oh cards. I read that's what they those. tell you about the artist's life. I like Jean Pierre you know, was suicidal. I was like incredible. Also, the thing is, when you're in a foreign country, museums have free Wi-Fi. Thank so you. It's a great place to spend a couple hours checking Instagram. Yeah. I can't believe you run a culture podcast and you have the audacity yeah. to say this is the, this is this is unacceptable. Okay, so like, let's like, like. let's go to Paris. This is actually great timing because I did murder someone and I okay. do need to flee the country. Cool. Let's oh. get out of here. Tell us what you want us to talk about next, whether it's a moment in culture, a book, a show, um, an album. We want to hear from you. You can call to confess at 323 Penance. That's 323-736-2623. Or you can tag us on Instagram, like virgin42069. Slide into our DMs. We want to hear from you. Um, Also, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out so much, even if you're a little you know, spicy with it. Um, I'm your co-host, Rose Domu. You can find me on social media at Rose Domu. I'm Fran. You can find me at Fran Squish Co., wherever you want. Like a Virgin is an iHeartRadio production. Our producers: Phoebe Unter with support from Lindsay Hoffman, Julian Weller, Jess Kranich, and Nikki Etor. See you next week, and I hope you don't get murdered. Bye.
3: direct has done it again this month only get ready for an offer you can't resist buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at two thousand dollars that's right a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once so hurry into diamonds direct your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long details at diamondsdirect.com
0: Happy Pride! This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. I'm here to tell you about Lambda Legal. For more than 50 years, Lambda Legal has been in court protecting the civil rights of LGBTQ plus people and everyone living with HIV. And the good news is you can help. Support Lambda Legal's work by donating this Pride Month. Throughout June, all donations up to $100,000 will be matched. To donate, go to lambdalegal.org. That's
3: L-A-M-B-D-A legal.org. Help Lambda Legal remain unstoppable.